Hey everybody, welcome back to the Lead Management Masterminds podcast. This is your host, Scott Payne. Thanks for joining us yet again. This is episode number 30, and I could be more excited to have our guest with us today. I've been trying so hard over the last months and months trying to get this scheduled, and I'm so happy that we're finally here. And in fact, it is snowing and sleeting and all kinds of stuff here in Dallas-Fort Worth, and I took the trek in into the office today to make sure I was able to get this with Luke. So I'm so excited to, to talk with him. Luke and I have worked together for a number of, about a couple of years, a year and a half or so now. And you know, we've had some really good success with our clients. And so I'm excited to have him on, tell a story, talk about Clever and what they do. And so with that, I'm gonna turn it over to Luke and, and let Luke kick it off and give us a quick little background and also a little bit about his history and all of that as well. Awesome, well, Scott, thanks so much for having me. I've been. Looking forward to this. You know, we've been, like you said, working together now for about a year and a half. So main thing I'm gonna need your help with is you gotta steer me back towards talking about the industry and talking about Clever, because otherwise I'll, I'll go off and just sing the praises of SDP and your team. But yeah, so I'm, I'm Luke Badich, I'm the co-founder and CEO of Clever Real Estate. Clever is a platform that was built to help consumers navigate the real estate process and find the best solutions and trustworthy advice for every step of their journey. My kind of path leading into Clever was I grew up here in St. Louis in the Midwest and then went away to undergrad on the West Coast, went to Stanford University, studied political science and data science. And that's one of those majors that's not really directly applicable to a whole lot in the real world. But I managed to find the one thing it is applicable to, which is after graduating, I came back and did a kind of classic idealistic 22-year-old thing and ran for city council as a 22-year-old. I kind of fell backwards into this campaign by uncovering a data set about the local ambulance service that the elected officials were not looking at to make decisions that were directly impacting health and the safety of everyone I'd grown up with. So I started by publishing about this, trying to make this data accessible and realized, oh, there's a really big gap here if our elected officials have access to this data the same way I do as this 22-year-old with a political science degree, but aren't actually making it accessible to the populace or using it to make their decisions. So I ran this campaign, finished on election day with 46% of the vote. Uh, so lost the election. And I'm sitting there having come very close, but in one of those things in life where close doesn't make a difference. It's all or nothing. Yeah. And I had to figure out what to do next. Well, I'd been really interested in the power of digital media, which I'd seen firsthand. I was running against an incumbent with three times the capital that I had to spend on advertising. And yet I'd gotten 46% of the vote starting from nothing with no name recognition as a 22-year-old by publishing for people about data and what was happening in their local area. And I teamed up with an entrepreneur who was doing that for businesses and got to go into industry after industry, taking a content marketing approach to helping these businesses grow their reach, grow their brand. And meanwhile, I'm teaming up with a friend who I've known since preschool, who grew up down the street from me, and we started investing in real estate. Well, fast forward a couple of years, Clever is kind of the culmination of those two sides, those two journeys coming together. where. My co-founder, Ben, who was investing with me, we got to learn the real estate process. We're seeing the fees as investors, and it doesn't take a whole lot of effort to extrapolate what, what a fee does to you as an investor, where you're thinking about it in terms of profit, but to take that and imagine what it does to a typical family, to someone who's counting on that money not to make their investors happy, but to provide a certain lifestyle or to have the money to invest in your kid's college savings account. 
So we saw an opportunity to make things better in real estate. And the way that we took that on was leveraging this approach to breaking data that's not accessible and making it easy for people to use to make better decisions. So just to tie all this up, what Clever has built is a set of educational media brands that reach 10 million readers with educational advice about the home selling and home buying process. And we leverage our data to help people make smarter home selling and home buying decisions. And then behind that, we give folks a way to take their journey with Clever offline. And we've built a network of 14,000 realtors who we've vetted one by one, trained and onboarded, and negotiated to get better rates on behalf of the consumer from these top agents. So a home seller can get listing fees as low as one, one and a half percent, a fraction of what you'd usually pay. Home buyers can get discounts of up to 50 basis points of cash back. And as we built out this realtor matching platform and all of the, the technology to support it, that was where we saw another opportunity, which was to support lenders who increasingly are getting buyers from their own self-sourced channels. They're no longer depending on realtors for all of their business, but don't have the infrastructure to control the consumer journey. And we saw an opportunity to do that. We built this network, we built the technology to keep tabs on home buyer or home seller from start to close. Uh, and we basically leveraged that platform to give lenders control over the consumer journey, a way to plug this quality controlled technology driven realtor network into their sales process to help create a better experience for their loan officers and consumers. And so I heard all this and it all sounds clever what you've done, but can you talk about the name where it came from? The name comes from my, my co-founder Ben and I are maybe 23, 24 years old at this point in Clever's journey. And uh, he was the one who had the idea. And he had been working for another real estate tech company that had been trying to do a sort of for sale by owner play, cut the realtor out. And he said, seeing that and getting to see how consumers interact with that product, his insight was consumers do want lower rates, but they don't want to take any risk. What if there's a way for us to just make a win-win where agents will work for lower rates, but with the same service and we're reducing their acquisition costs. We're helping them find these vetted serious clients so we can create that win-win for both sides. And he's sitting there explaining this to a few friends of ours. And one of them says, it's clever and light bulbs go off. It's the magic moment, the, the kind of flash of lightning in the sky. And he goes, that is clever. And so the fur, the business all started with a landing page that said a clever way to do real estate, sell your home for a flat fee. And we had consumers signing up and just needed to see if we could actually get agents to do it. So he and I ended up talking to the first 500,000 consumers ourselves and handling the agent matching one by one as we built the business up. So that's a much catchier name than SDP Solutions. SDP, not a lot of people know this, a lot of people ask like, what does SDP stand for? It's actually Scott Douglas Payne. Very original and creative. There you I, go. So yeah, I had the S and the T. I was I've been wondering about the D for a while. So there's my middle name. So thanks for the background. That's really important. I would also encourage people uh, because you have such a deep you know background and story and, and growing up and upbringing and all and that whole story that I've heard you tell on multiple podcasts that I've listened to is a really good story that I recommend people go find. I can't remember the guy's last name, the guy from the Kansas City Royals, Joel, I think it was Joel, oh, yeah. did a really good podcast and in, an in, in interview of Luke that me and my wife actually watched on a Friday night 
on the couch eating popcorn and I started you know messing around trying to find stuff on TV or whatever and I found this and let's just start listening to it and we were just sucked right in we listened to the entire like 45 minute episode so I hope really really cool story audio so they don't have to see me blushing bright red that I was the paint house little date night one night I know you've made it we're there now yeah <laughs> all right so let's talk about kind of where we've started to work together and kind of take it to the next level is as some may know, I spent a lot of time, about a year, working for a company that's very similar to this. I wouldn't say as, as advanced and, and from a technological standpoint. That's really where I saw the, the difference with working with Clever amongst other people that are out there was the ability to integrate. And I understand the power of integrations and, and how we work together. But we've seen firsthand on, on how we can take a lender's process when it comes to kind of leveraging your tools with their current lead management system. Can you talk a little bit about why you think it's so critical or what you guys have found on your side being so critical? Winning in a purchase market from a lender's point of view requires you to control the customer journey from start to finish. And unlike a refinance, you don't have all those moving pieces under your control. You can't be out there with the client driving them to the home search. But to know when to follow up and how to follow up, you still need that information about where they are in the process. Otherwise, you're reaching out like a stranger every time. Even if you got this person pre-qualified or pre-approved, you're reaching out asking them for the information. You don't know where they are in the journey. It's very hard to show up and actually deliver value. You're reaching out to them at the right time. And what we saw with most of the lenders we started working with was that their strategy for controlling the purchase journey was call all your clients on Friday. And maybe a third of the loan officers are actually doing this a third of the time it's not a very efficient strategy. So what we did is Clever for years had built our own technology to capture data from our realtor network about where consumers were in their journey. And agents are updating us every week. They're giving us real-time updates as consumers hit key milestones like writing an offer or going under contract, getting that contract accepted, or scheduling a time to go search for houses. So we have these data streams coming in and where partnerships really take off for us, where the magic really happens, is when a lender is fully integrated, where they're sending us clients, we're matching these clients up with realtors, but then we're hooking in all the power of this business intelligence that we're capturing in our platform, so that we can then pass back all the data about which clients are progressing, which ones are going quiet, which ones have actually started their home search in a completely different price range in a completely different market and we're attaching a new realtor. And that kind of data with, with SDP solutions, we've been able to build out these views for the loan officer where instead of needing to call through every single client you've gotten pre-approved and ask them where they're at, you're starting from the vantage point of knowing, being able to say, well, this is a client I really need to check in on. I just got into it there. I'm going to be competing with a builder's lender on a new construction deal. This is where I need to be making my call to win a deal. These are a few folks who are going home shopping, and I can ask if they need any pre-approval updates or if they've got questions in their home search. These are folks where everything's going smoothly. I don't need to check in at all. So we've been able to pass that data back to loan officers, help them make better decisions about where to spend their time and to show up informed with clients. Just one other thing to touch on there is that yeah, the other rung of that well, is for management too, uh, getting that visibility into your pipeline and when you can expect files to actually close. Exactly right. Yep. And what's real and what's not, you know, and understanding really what to expect from a projection standpoint versus just having a bunch of prequel sitting there and you have no idea 
where that the journey, you know, some examples that we've seen really work well when a home buyer is going through this process and they're connected now with a lender and a real estate agent. And now we have Clever who's kind of helping hold the hands between everyone. If the loan officer, you know, if it comes across to the, to the, to the client or to the customer that the loan officer doesn't know what's going on, it, it builds this level of kind of distrust in the relationships between everybody versus if the loan officer knows exactly where they're at, it's just part of the process. They understand where they're at and it just seems more kind of tight knit. And the other example I, I love is how we're able to you know, feed this information real back to the lead management system, right? When someone, for example, has an offer accepted, right? I hear all of the time, and actually was at a restaurant the other day, says, hey, we got the house. And I realized what it was is they just got the offer accepted. I didn't get the house yet. So much stuff right. left to do. And we got to move quick. And we want to move fast. And what happens right. is that's an exciting moment that a loan officer sometimes will get to miss out on or has to miss out on when they don't have a connection like this to let them know and then proactively reach out and celebrate with them and, and get them all excited, but remind them that we're not done yet. Now I need these documents and we need to do this next. And here's the process from here going forward. And you can start shaving some days off of that total turn time because now you're ready to go. You're able to celebrate again in the excitement. And I think when you do all of these things, it's going to lead to, or it leads to customers coming back to you in the future. You do a great job helping them buy a home and you're part of that process. And it seems very in sync and everything that we've done, if you do it right, should have you know a lot of repeat business coming back to you, whether to buy another home in the future or refinance down the road. So I think if anyone's interested in learning more, we can talk about use cases galore of things that we've done. And and I think really what I found with Clever is that it, there's not an out of the box. It's It's a... What does, do we have our best practices, right? And we recommend this is our basic stuff, but when a client has something specific they need, need to have this field to be updated or whatever it is, we're able to work with a client to really make sure that that works and build custom things with your team, which I've, I've really, really loved. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So leading into, here we are in you know, uh, late January now, heading into a spring season before we know it'll be here. If let's say a loan officer hasn't really bought into purchase yet, which, you know, I don't know how they have it to this point, but let's just imagine that you have a loan officer saying, eh, I'm on the fence, whether or not I'm going to go hard on purchase or not. What, what's your advice to someone who is looking, wants to dominate purchase into the spring and, and throughout the rest of the year? And it doesn't have to be consumer direct or retail, it just be like in general, what do loan officers need to be doing to dominate? The way that I think of this is we've all got the same limited resource. We've all got the same constraint on what we can do, how much money we can make, how many clients we can serve, which is time. That's, that's your bottleneck. And if you wanna win, then you need to be using your time well. There's a few components to that. One is I think just focusing on what you can control, focusing on the inputs. And this is a piece of advice that gets thrown around a lot. Like a lot of those truisms, it's true and it's worth saying again, Folks have to fill their pipeline early. The time to invest in purchase is months before you're trying to get paid off, unlike with refinance, with that beautiful you know, 30, 45 day cycle, you can see a return on leads really quickly. While the loan officers who we're seeing gearing up for a great spring are already filling their pipeline with pre-approvals. They've got clients out there in the home search who are going to start closing over the next three and a half to four and a half months. And they are just focused on conversations, pre-qualifications, pre-approvals, building that pipeline. And then the second piece is you gotta know where to spend your time with follow-ups. And to build on something we were just talking about, this kind of success is all about knowing how to, which files really deserve your attention. 
not treating everything the exact same way. Uh, if we didn't have any data, any business intelligence, any technology, yeah, you would have to just treat all your clients the same way. But with limited time, where with purchase, you need to balance your time between follow-ups and bringing new business in over a long sales cycle, one of the most important things is having folks who can help you triage and really spend your time in the places where it's highest and best use. So the way we think of that with Clever's product is we've got a full team on the front line processing this information, distillating the most important situations that you really need to act on right away. Someone shopping rates, we get a notification from the agent that they're comparing rates. You want to jump on that straight away. That deserves your attention just like a new incoming lead does. But there's other things that are less urgent where if someone has questions about pre-approval or questions about financing alternatives, well, that's uh, going to come to you as a task that you should schedule, but not something you need to stop what you're doing to go attack right now. And I think that kind of ability to triage is really important with the length of a purchase cycle, uh, where there's more types of work, more tasks competing for your time. Yeah, that's great. And, you know, we didn't even mention with the integration part of this, something you just covered there, which is as the real estate agent is talking in, with the consumer, right? And they're saying, hey, well, you know, I saw an ad where it said rates were 5% or 4%, whatever. Should I call them? Or I'm thinking about calling, or maybe I already called someone else type of deal. And that, that real estate agent can help get that information back to the loan officer so they can get in front of that stuff. So it's not too late for them to already say, you know, hey, I'm actually going with someone else now and what have you. You can help get in front right. of that to your point take advantage of that right away. So all of this sounds great. It must be super expensive for a lender to sign up for this, right? Like you're adding so much value here. So expensive. So what is, what is a typical service like this cost for a lender? You're, you're stealing my thunder here. So uh, yeah, it's the, the service is free to lenders and the way we think of that. So clever makes our money off of referral fees from the real estate agent. Lenders are providing us with a thing of value, which is a client. So our, our pact with the lender, what we do is deliver a superior experience for that client and help lenders dramatically increase their close rates with purchase. And to illustrate what I mean by dramatically, we've talked a lot about the efficiency and, and the inputs that we do to help loan officers and loan officer teams perform better. What that actually nets out to, we've seen that clients, uh, lenders who don't have a realtor network and they're just letting their clients wander out into the blue. Typically one in four, maybe one in five of the clients that they get pre-approved who actually buys, buys with the lender who originally pre-qualified or pre-approved. With a solution like this where you're keeping touch with the client at all the right touch points, you're introduced to the agent up front, they understand that there's a relationship that they should respect we see that number jump up to 80%, 85%. This is not an incremental lift. This is a transformative lift. It is the key for lenders to be able to perform and win in a purchase market if you have a consumer direct strategy, if realtors aren't serving you up 80, 90% of your business. This is the unlock. Now, it's completely free though, because it's a big responsibility for us. You're trusting us with these clients and we need to deliver an exceptional level of service to earn that trust. We, we do it every day with our, our loan officer partners. Uh, that's why we put such a focus on maintaining high net promoter scores, NPS of 82, where the average for companies across the industry is closer to 25, 30. So that, that customer experience is the key part of the pact. And then we make our money on the back end tied to making successful matches that end up working out for the consumer. 
And I would think too, some lenders listening are saying, okay, well that service is free. How much does it cost then for SDP to be involved to, to then implement? And the great part about this as well is that you're also covering the implementation costs for the, for the lenders as well to work with us. So it's literally yep. free. It's just free. It's, uh, the investment comes in your time and you buying in and do all the stuff. From an actual dollar standpoint, like there's nothing better than free. So I said, if it's free, and then it's easy to set up because you have SDP do it, and you know obviously there's all these benefits out there. Why do you think there's lenders out there today that are still hesitant to to maybe still look at something like this? What do you see yeah. on your side that would be some reasoning it, here? It's funny, isn't it? I like to joke because it's true that Clever's the only product that can increase your ROI with an I of zero infinite ROI because there's there's no financial investment. But there is an investment, which is that I think what holds people back is, is two things. One is the technical challenge, right? Not everyone has confidence in being able to own an integration process. And they're worried it could distract focus for their team from production at a time when production really counts. That's why we've teamed up with you that we can eliminate that point of friction and really own the integration process end-to-end, whether or not they have the resources to do it in-house. And that partnership with your team has been awesome for that. We've seen folks get over that hurdle who otherwise might never have adopted a solution like this. The second one is the one you and I can help with, but the lender has to drive, which is organizational change. Old habits die hard. And people are used to having realtors send them their business I've talked to to lenders who are getting two-thirds of their business actually from self-source channels, consumers coming in without a realtor attached. But it's still a mindset shift to go, well, hang on, I'm actually the top of the funnel. I'm the one starting the consumer relationship. I need both a solution that can scalably provide quality controlled realtors, and I need to invest in generating the buy-in and training my loan officers to adapt to a new sales process, to create a new part of their process where they hand the client to a realtor matching service. That's new. And loan officers are risk-averse for really good reason, which is that by the time they've gotten the client pre-approved, the last thing they want to do is mess it up. And you do mess up in the beginning, right? Your first time doing something new, you're going to make a few mistakes. It, It really takes some vision and leadership within the organization to help folks see the bigger picture of you're not going to make mistakes that are irreparable. You're showing up with value for the consumer, with quality controlled realtors, with an extra layer of support from our team to help them in their journey, and with huge savings, up to 50 basis points of cash back on their home purchase. So even if you don't nail the pitch, it's going to be okay. You're going to build trust with that client. But it, it really takes great communication and leadership to get loan officers to go through the reps to change their behavior and learn a new process that can make them much more effective in the long term. I would just add there as well that you know with the integration stuff that we built and the way that we'll configure the lead management system, we can start to make it easier on the loan officer to do that introductions. And so whether it be a script form view or some some notification of what they need to say at this point in the process, you know, it really comes across really well. I think when you tell the client like Okay, great. You're pre-approved. The next step in the process is we need to get your real estate agent. It's part of our team. We're going to get you over, and here's the next step from here, right? And you just it's just part of the process next, and you, and you make it all part of the team. You know, I think it takes away a lot of the friction is you know trying to explain it and feeling you have to explain everything about what you're doing. It's just the next step in the process for for a for a lender and their customers or what have you. So, so I'm sure you have a lot of these. I'm sure, right? Because I know you know again the power of saving a deal or the power of getting someone notified in advance of something happening or if they've you know stopped shopping or whatever. Do you have a recent success story 
that maybe over the last month or so where you've in, in a partnership with the lender you've helped save a deal for a loan officer that may otherwise would not have won anything come to mind yeah so there's i, I had the team bring a few i love these stories you know the, the, these are the things that really get going it's a, a business about people at the end of the day so mm-hmm. i love these kind of stories about people succeeding together and a, a couple of them i think illustrate the different ways that having a scalable quality controlled realtor network plugged into your sales process are going to help you increase your pull through one is we had a client eddie who was living in minnesota but buying an investment property in florida so you imagine a loan officer now needs the relationships in florida with realtors who specialize in investment properties how many lenders are going to have that relationship and Furthermore, how many lenders are going to have that relationship and have the infrastructure to keep tabs on the agent through an extended home search? So he starts looking over the summer, and it's not until October that he finds a property to buy when the market had cooled and eased up. Well, we're providing weekly updates to the lender all the way through October. And when that contract comes through, they get a notification, courtesy of SDP team, to jump on it and help close the deal. And the client then leaves a great review because in addition to getting a great agent, the investment property they're looking for and great service from the loan officer, they closed with $3,137 in cash back paid for out of the realtor's commission as an extra incentive. So awesome experience for the consumer. And what Clever's doing is giving that a lot of peace of mind to focus on building new top of fund, going out and getting the new lead who's going to close with them in February while we take care of that person who started over the summer but isn't going to buy until October. Another example is we had someone who came in and was having trouble qualifying for the financial product. And they're they're getting solicited by the, uh, they're offering on new construction, they're getting competed for with a builder's lender, which is a very common case that we say, mm-hmm. see, see a lot. We were able to actually take the cashback payment that I mentioned, which on this transaction was about $1,700, and actually credit it at cash to close. So team up with the lender to get it added to the closing statement and help reduce the out-of-pocket expenses to purchase the home, to give that lender an extra leg up in competing and closing the deal. So there's a, a range of cases you see like that from helping a consumer who needs to sell first connect them with a great listing agent, control that side of the process, bring them back to the lender at the right moment in their journey, to stories of the long-term nurture, all the way to the other end, a client in Chicago who wanted to be in a showing. They're traveling from Kansas to Chicago and they contact the loan officer on a Friday. We had a realtor lined up to take them through a home showing they wanted to see the next day on Saturday and line up three more tours over the weekend, and they're under contract by the end of the weekend. So whether it's the high speed, the high velocity turnaround, needing the niche experts, or helping people through a long extended journey, Clever's there to take the mess out of it and make these purchase clients feel like refinance, where you're tagged in at the right moment with the next steps, able to focus on closing the financing and doing the things that a loan officer should be doing in the process with excellence instead of checking in on 500 files in your pipeline to figure out where they're at. Yeah, exactly, and I was actually with a loan officer a couple months ago who uses uh, Clever, and essentially they got an email and then the notification in, in their lead management system that says, hey, this customer's got an approved contract, and they're like, 
who who is this customer? And I have to go search and, and find them. Like, I don't remember this customer. Oh yeah, I talked to them like six months ago and just land it in their lap. And they're like, I'll take it, sure, right? Nothing better for a loan officer to get something just kind of handed to them at this point for something that, again, all it was is introducing them at the right time, connecting them with a great partner like you guys. And you brought it right back to them, you know, six months later in this case. So I'm going to wrap up. I've been asking a lot of our guests lately around, like, kind of get your crystal ball out and, you know, predict what you think home buying will look like. Obviously, a lot's changed over the last couple of years. But if we look ahead five years from now, what is your prediction about what the process will be to buy a home? You know, is it going to stay the same? Is there, obviously, there's maybe some improvements coming. What, what do you project or predict? We built this business channel around one simple premise that we believe, I believe, is a growing trend that's only going to keep accelerating, which is that people used to start their home search with a realtor and then worry about the financing after. Uh, I see that flipping and people starting by trying to figure out what they can afford to buy and then asking, okay, well, based on that, where can I afford to buy? If we unpack that behavior, in the past, a lot of folks really would start with a neighborhood, a place that they want to live, somewhere that they've got connections. Now there's so much more information available about financing and people are so much more agnostic to what neighborhood they buy in. I know I, as a consumer, wanted to start from what can I afford when I went and purchased my first home and then was looking in neighborhoods in completely different parts of St. Louis, totally open to different areas. Uh, as long as they fit my budget. And I think we'll see that trend continue to accelerate. And that means that lenders are now in a position where at the top, they're at the top of the funnel. They're going to increasingly own the consumer relationship. Today, this number is about 50-50. That's a big trend change from 20, 30 years ago. 50% of the consumers coming through point of sale systems like Maxwell or Blend don't have a realtor attached at the time that a lender is getting them pre-approved. And I think we'll continue to see that trend accelerate. So it puts lender and lenders in a new challenging position where they need to educate the consumer and start a strong, positive relationship earlier in the process. The consumer is becoming their first client over the realtor. But it also creates a big opportunity because they now are in a position to control the client journey in a way that hasn't been true in the past. And I think we'll see lending businesses that grow up around that ethos and become incredibly successful over the next five years. Love it. And guess what? They still got to manage their lead, so still need SDP lead management, right? That's not going to change, of course, right? Uh, just to give a plug for your team, Scott, you guys have been amazing to work with and to underscore the integration piece has been so critical to this because the behavior change is hard. And if you make the tech hard, loan officers really won't touch it. So having a turnkey way to go and have the tech executed well to best practices out of the box so you're not learning the lessons other people have learned over the course of right. six months and burning the trust of your team. Critical to making this kind of play work. Love it. Well, I can't thank you enough for joining us today. Really excited to have you on the show. I'm glad we will make it work. I'm showing on the bottom of the screen here how lenders can go out and find more information about uh, your services and what we can do. If you have any questions, obviously come through SDP. we we'll make the introduction as well. Or if you want to talk through your use case first, before maybe making the introduction, we're happy to do that free consultation to help you figure out how it could fit with your current system and current process. So thanks again for joining, Luke. Thanks for, uh, thanks for coming on. Anything you'd like to, to say or how people maybe can connect with you if they'd like to connect with you? Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. I'm Luke Babich. 
And you can also reach out to Casey Hughes Wade, who's our Director of Strategic Partnerships, Tony Chahal, who's our SVP of Partnerships. The last thing I'll say is that, you know, there's, there's two things that Clever can provide that no one else with a realtor network can. One is a phenomenal team with a, a deep bench of experience in building scalable realtor network solutions, as well as deep understanding of how to make mortgage technology solutions successful. And the other thing is Clever sold $3 billion in real estate last year through the platform. We've got relationships with realtors where we control 20 to 40% of their overall business. And through that can command a, a mind share that no individual lender or at least only a few individual lenders can on their own. And so what you're really leveraging with Clever is those deep relationships and a platform of the scale to get realtors to pay attention, to learn your value and to invest in working effectively with your loan officers. Love it. All right. Well, thanks again, Luke, for joining us. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Have a good day. Thanks so much for having me.